tonight we're going to do something a little bit different, a little bit special. Um, we have a group, a team that just got back from our immersion mission trip. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Immersion is a trip we do. Uh, we've done it two years in a row now, and it is, it's, it's a mission trip down to, all the way down to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, we're working with a, a ministry there called the Bridge Street House of Prayer, or B-Shop. We call it B-Shop. Um, B-Shop has been on the west side of Grand Rapids for the past 10 years. Uh, they, they had it, just the staff there, they had it on their hearts 10 years ago to really go uh, move into the west side neighborhood and do life with these people and share Jesus with these people. And so they've been living down there for 10 years now. Uh, they have a, a coffee shop there where they serve free coffee during the week for anybody who wants to come. Uh, they do some Saturday night nights of worship, and then they do these summer discipleship programs called immersion. And so uh, we were really, really privileged to go and spend uh, the week with them last week. Uh, it's a nine-day trip. And we're back, and we wanted to take the time to share with the rest of our Res Life youth family what God did in our lives during this trip. So I'm going to go ahead and let students share just a little bit about how God impacted their heart uh, through this trip and what they're doing in their life now because of it. So if Amber and Shayna want to come on up, give them a hand. There they are. First time immersion-ers. Welcome, welcome. <coughs> Made it? It's a long walk. It's, it's, a walk. it's, like, a, it's like a workout, man. <coughs> so, uh, Shana, do you want to share a little bit just with everybody here? Just like, what, what did God do in your life during immersion? Um, I guess he really just like opened my eyes to see that like, people that don't even live that far away from, like, most of us just need, like, the same amount of help as even people, like, the group that went to Belize. Like, those people need just amount, like, just as much amount of help. So it was really cool to be able to, like, really um, get into that community. And because I'm going to be going to Cornerstone University, so mm -hmm. that's, like, right where I'll be able to probably go and help the community a lot when I'm going there. So Yeah, do you think that that's something that you're, like, going to be able to do just moving forward is, like, going and actually helping that neighborhood specifically? Um, I think I really want to. I think I should be able to because I'll be close enough. So Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, Amber, what about you? Like, what, what were some of the highlights of the trip, or what did God do in your life during it? Um, it taught me, like, a, a new way of, like, living. Um, like, that down there, it's like they're, they, like, know everyone, and um, they're always talking, and it was just cool to go down there and meet the neighbors. And yeah. That's great. Do you guys, like, uh, just coming off of a trip like that, what are some ways and, like, what are some takeaways for you that you're like, oh, this happened on this trip, and this is how I'm going to live now because of it? Um, I would say, like, prayer walking. We did that, um, we did it, like, three times. Like, the first time we did it, like, over a certain, like, we would go to a corner and, like, pray for, like, um, either the neighbors or, like, a school. And then the other time we actually went downtown and, like, just ask people if they needed prayer, which was so fun. It was like, it was really like satisfying if they said yes, and then you're able to pray for them, and they're like, thank you so much, and like, it was just a really cool thing, and I for sure would love to do that more and more, like forever. It was awesome. For me, it was um, reading my Bible, because before that trip, I really hadn't um, gotten into reading my Bible, and then after that trip, I like learned how to read my Bible and how to like comprehend it, and I've gone home and I've been 
awesome. Very, very cool. Well, guys, thanks for sharing. You guys can go ahead and grab a seat. Um, and then Justin and Nate, if you want to come up, go ahead. Kind of like what Amber was, was sharing, uh, every morning we had some teaching time that we did. And so we spent a lot of time in the Bible and just studying the Word of God and really just discovering for ourselves what what God is saying through the Scriptures. And so uh, that was just an awesome part of the trip. Guys, how are you doing? Good. Does I'm it feel good, good to be doing? back in, like, Granville, Michigan? Yeah, it's fun to be back. So good. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, tell me about immersion. Well, um... Immersion was not exactly what I thought it would be um, because I had no idea what it would be going into it. So um, expectations were everywhere. But um, it turned out to be absolutely amazing. And um, actually, not going to a uh, foreign country was something foreign um, for a mission trip. And uh, I just found that like really exciting and um, invigorating to know that you don't have to go far to find people who who need Jesus, and you can you can spread God's love anywhere, really. Nate, what you, what are your thoughts? Um, to be honest, I really didn't want to go, and uh, Will can testify to that. Um, but <laughs> when I finally got there, it was really really rewarding, and um, like Justin said, it was just awesome to share love with people, and like having been on Guatemala and the Dominican trip, you get to share the love with people there. But down here where everybody understands what you're saying is way more rewarding. Yeah, no, that's good. It's interesting too, just because you guys have both been um, out of the country before and just the difference in, I don't know. I know for me, having been out of the country before, just having the experience of doing an out of country trip and an in country, it's like the differences are, are crazy because it's, you can't go to Guatemala tomorrow. But you can drive downtown and you can still serve in the same area. So I know that was one thing that really uh, just kind of hit my heart the first year we did it. Um, what are some just practical ways for you guys to live out what you learned during immersion? Well, um, for me personally, I kind of went into it um, having a poor judgment initially of people. Um, and thank the Lord that I've gotten through that and... I can see people how God wants me to see them. Um, but uh, for me, it definitely has made me bolder um, to go out into my everyday life, into my school, and um, not really be afraid of what people will think and just kind of live my life for God as he intended to. Yeah, awesome. How about you, Nate? Um, for me, I think my servanthood actually improved a lot because um, the service projects we all did were not activities I particularly liked doing, especially painting and moving people. That's not my thing. Um, but going into it and just being like, okay, God, what do you want to teach me through this has really opened my eyes to that God really can teach you anything anywhere. So yeah, That's really good. Cool. Thank you guys for sharing. Go ahead and give him a hand. Awesome. And then if Reagan and Kaylee want to come on up. So uh, during our afternoons, I'll share a little bit more about the trip as they're coming up. During our afternoons, the mornings we had teaching, we did a lot with prayer. And then in the afternoons, we did some awesome service projects, like Nate was saying. Uh, Some of us were painting a house 20 feet up in the air. Some of us were helping some of the neighbors move. We did some landscaping. Uh, We did a VBS for the kids. Um, so just a lot of like hands-on ways to really bless the neighbors of the West Side. 
Hi, guys. Reagan, share with us, like, what, what did God do in your heart during the trip? Um, wow, there's a lot. Um, he pushed me a lot out of my comfort zone um, because I didn't really like, as much as I like people, I'm really shy. Um, so it was really ner- like nerve-wracking to go up and be like, hey, can I pray for you? Um, and then to get to know other people in our group, I was like, I can't do this. I don't know how to meet people. And actually, I did, apparently. Um, we all think it's funny because Reagan was actually one of the most outgoing people on the trip. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what this shy thing is, but uh, definitely came out of her show. Right, yeah. God is good. Um, but I don't know. Um, and just being more willing to just go um, and to do whatever God is calling me to um, and just stepping out day by day and following where he's leading me. Kaylee, what, what about you? Um, I guess I became more social and closer to God. That's so good. Do you yeah. want to share anything about church on Sunday morning? Um, on church Sunday morning, I got baptized by Kendra <laughs> and Dustin. <laughs> you have beans. I don't know what you just said, so I'm going to ignore it. Uh, but but I just want to share to you, like, uh, for Kaylee to go, uh, we just have a, a really special time at the beginning of the trip where we go camping together and really just kind of share things that hinder us from walking with the Lord. And um, during that time, like, Kaylee came over and was like, hey, I really want to, like, recommit my life to the Lord. Like, can I get baptized? And I was like, shoot, yeah, let's do it. And so it was just really, really awesome just to see you kind of make that step of faith, even to be up here today and just be like, I'm a follower of Jesus, and I'm not ashamed of that. So I just want you to know, like, I'm super proud of you for that. Um, And then, Reagan, I don't know, is there anything that you want to share just with the group, like just as encouragement for the rest of our our Res Life family here? Um, Um, Yeah, actually, um, just a lot of um, observing that I did uh, throughout the week, um, I just would watch is everybody did everything differently. And I love to like do things differently, but I was always kind of like, well, I got to fit in at the same time. But like, but everybody did them in a way that like it was so different and so comfortable. And I'm, um, and I just thought about how God talked to each one of us differently throughout the week and um, just how personal he is and how, um, you know, he works with us and he, he talks to us in a way we understand which, um, like, you just don't think about that because you're like, you don't think that somebody else wouldn't understand the way God talks to you um, because you're always like, well, God talks to me like this and everybody's going to understand, but it's not true. Um, you know, God talks to each one of us differently, and I just, I thought that was really cool. That's awesome. Cool. Ladies, thank you for sharing. Go ahead, give him a hand. Give him a hand. As Libby and Caleb come on up. Libby came with us. Uh, many of you know Libby. Libby's interning with the youth, and she came with us as a leader, and we loved having her. And then the one and only Caleb, Caleb Dyke. Woo! That's a microphone. <laughs> so, guys, tell me a little bit about some of your highlights of the week, some of what God did in your heart. Okay, highlights and what God did in my heart. Sorry, I was looking at myself. <laughs> Honesty. Okay. Um, something that God did in my heart was, well, first of all, I'll start with highlights because highlights are great. Um, it was really cool because this is the first trip I ever got to be a leader on. Um, and so it was so cool to see what Jesus could do with a heart in one week. Like I got to see students like just 
just be completely transformed by his love and his kindness to the point where they were all praying for each other by the Thursday worship night. And that just like broke my heart in a good way. Like I was just like weeping, like just like at how awesome God is that he can just completely captivate a heart in, in seven days. Um, and so that also like ties into what God did in my heart because it was just like, I felt really inadequate on this trip. Um, I don't know why I mean, we are inadequate as people. And so Jesus really just like, just like comforted me in the fact that I am inadequate, but through him I'm adequate and and more than adequate. And he just was really my strength throughout this trip. And so that's what he did in my heart. That's awesome. Very cool. Okay. So we're sharing like what kind of touched us. Whatever you want to share. I guess one of the biggest things that stood out, there's two. Um, the first one was when we were out backpacking. Um, I've never been backpacking, so I was kind of like, well, what's going to happen here? But um, we went, and I think it was the second night we had the um, confession night around the camp- campfire, and it was dark, and we had a nice little fire going, and um, just kind of calming down from the day. Uh, and then we started sharing things like what we're struggling with or what we have struggled with. Um, and it was just a really cool, like, free night, uh, a lot of freedom, a lot of um, revelation, um, people kind of letting things out um, and just like, hey, I struggle with this. Um, I don't want to struggle it with it anymore, and I want to let it out. Um, it was also cool because we all got to pray over each other, um, and that was one of the biggest things that God showed me this week was like a gift that I have is a gift in prayer, um, and there was a lot of him telling me that and then a lot of people kind of um, with confirmation, I guess, like, hey, God told me this, um, and you're gifted in this, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it was just really, really cool because um, I guess God really, really, really talked to me this week. Um, and then the other time was when we were back um, in the west side. We were at um, the B-Shop Pavilion, and we had a night towards the end of the week um, where we just prayed and we worshipped, um, and we had to cross uh, we could nail things like we could take a piece of paper and write down um, our struggles and hurts on it and nail it to the cross. Um, and that night, God really, really spoke to me. I don't think I've ever really been that in tune with him um, as that night. And um, I got to pray over my best friend, Justin King, um, who was over here earlier. Love you, Justin. Um, and just... God showed me a lot of things talking to me. I mean, as I prayed, he was just kind of pouring in um, to me so that Justin could hear him and um, just telling me things like, hey, Justin needs to know this. He needs to be loved on right now. So it was really cool, um, amazing time of just connecting with God. So it's so good. So good. Um, Libby, just as a, a leader here in the ground floor, as a leader on the trip, is there anything that you would just share like as encouragement to, to the rest of the youth family here um, just from the trip? Um, just from the, yeah, from the trip, I just, it's, it, it's sometimes is so hard to take that first step towards God. Um, or even if you already have, and you just feel dry, it's like, sometimes the last thing you want to do is read your Bible, but that's the thing that like, what I realized, especially even like this morning, I did not want to read my Bible and God was just like, just read it, just open it up. And immediately I was just met by his presence and how much he wants me to meet him there. And just yeah he's so ready to to touch your guys's hearts and like 
and through his word is how he does that. Like just by opening up and reading the Bible and seeking him and, and praying to him is how he softens your heart. And I think that's why hearts were so changed on this trip is because that's what we did. The entire trip was in the morning we pray and then you go and you, and you meet with the Lord for an hour by yourself and then you come back and you worship and that's how, that's how hearts are changed and God is just so ready to meet you and, and, and change your heart and help you with what you're struggling with. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you guys for sharing. Go ahead, give him a hand. As Heather and Kiana come on up. Ha, gotcha. Or whoever wants to come up. I'll take whoever. I'll come up yeah, again. Yeah, Heather and Kiana, give them a hand. Now, this was Heather's second year with us, so I'm sure she has some special highlights to share. Because you've, you've seen two years of this now, so I'm, I'm kind of curious. Like, are there, are there differences that you saw this year versus last year? Um, actually, there were... Um... They try purposefully to keep a lot of the things the same because their mission is community. Um, and I wasn't necessarily surprised by the things that were different, except for the fact that this year felt like regular life. Um, and part of that was because last year they talked so much about community and bringing people together and trying to be relational and just willing to be active and serve, whether your mom... Um, asks you to get her cell phone and you really don't want to get up and go get it for her. Or even if someone is moving and they ask you like, Hey, can I borrow your truck? Can you help me move? So over this past year, I've like tried to make more of an impact downtown. Um, cause last year that's where God planted my heart. And this year God just definitely kept saying the words downtown, downtown, downtown. Um, so that was really awesome to see. Are there any other like highlights from the trip for you? Um, yeah, there were like hundreds, but <laughs> the one thing that I really wanted to share was just, um, a simple testimony with the first night we were downtown, which is exactly where God wanted me to be. Then my heels started hurting late at night to the point where I physically could not walk and I was crying and I thought I needed to go to the hospital. But luckily, since I was on a missions trip, I was like, Good. Now God can show people how he heals. And I was really excited. And I was like, I literally lifted my leg up. And I was like, pray for it. Pray for it. Heal it. So then Alyssa and Kaylee, who later became my daughters, long story, um, they prayed for me. And and it was like 90% better. And maybe you've had a time where someone prayed for you and you're like, it feels a little bit better. And you're like, oh, he's not going to heal it. And so you just walk away because I had done that in the past a lot. And then instead of doing that, I went to bed, and I was like, Kendra was in my cabin. <laughs> she probably remembers. But I was like, guys, I'm so excited. And they're like, why? And I'm like, because my heel hurts so bad. And in the morning, you know, it's halfway better, maybe 90% better. And in the morning, I'm going to have this great testimony of healing. And I kind of was aware that I sounded like a crazy person. Um, but what I took away from that is that's how I should view hurts. Like, if we have an emotional thing, Um, whether it's with our mom or our dad or just like a friend or a boyfriend or girlfriend, instead of looking at that and thinking, oh my gosh, I'm so hurt. I need to go to the hospital or like, I need to go, um, I need to
to go here or I need to go there and clinging to worldly things that society has taught us we need when we're hurting, whether it's emotional or physical, saying this is going to be an amazing testimony and being aware that you sound like a crazy person, but just reminding yourself that like people didn't believe Jesus and people aren't always going to believe you, but that's how you'll change them. Awesome. Cool. Thank you, Heather. Kiana, share with us just a little bit about what God did in your life. Um, So I'm just going to share a little bit. I found my purpose in life. You want to hear more? (laughs) Yeah, share um, more, share more. Okay. Um, I just graduated from high school, and I was trying to figure out on my own because that's how stubborn I am. I think I can do everything. I can't. Um, Anyway, so I was trying to figure all that stuff out by myself, like what I'm going to do with life and what I'm going to go to college for. And it was freaking me out because all these people are like, where are you going to college? What's your major? And I was like, I don't know. So um, I was really just like freaking out. And I went on this mission trip and I was like, cool, whatever. It'll be fun, I guess. And then I got there and like the Monday that we got back to B-Shop, that morning we were doing worship and it just like hit me. And it's like, God told me like, you're called to like, fix the broken like because you're saved it's your job to bring people to the salvation that I offered you and um through that I decided that I would like to open my own or work slash manage um a safe house for women who have come out of um the sex slave trafficking um so yeah that's what I'm gonna do with my life and two days ago I applied to Spring Arbor so pay for favor with that (laughs) so yeah that's where I'm doing that's what I'm going for yeah that's awesome thank you Thank you both for sharing. Appreciate it. All right, we have Claire and Maddie coming up. Now, uh, for our immersion trips, we do something a little bit different. We do two youth groups at the same time. And so we had our Res Life group, and then we had uh, Vineyard North, some students from Vineyard North. And so these are actually our friends from Vineyard uh, who came out to join us. So... Guys, I just want to say welcome to the ground floor. Thanks so much for joining. Thanks for, like, coming and being bold enough to stand in front of all these people and share too. Um, It's an honor to have you guys with us, and and we've loved getting to know you and the rest of your group during Immersion. So thanks for being here. Claire, do you want to share just a little bit about what God did um, in your life during Immersion? Yeah, of course. Um, I saw God a lot through community. Um, I felt so accepted in, like, just our team. Um, One of the leaders even said, like, they didn't know who went to Res Life and who went to Vineyard because we all became so close so fast. So that was so awesome. And even just with the neighbors, like, um, I think we really got to show God's love um, through us by serving them. And they're asking questions, like, about the pavilion, where V-Shop is and everything. And it was just so cool. And, yeah, I just loved the community. It was so awesome. That's awesome. What about you, Maddie? Um, For me, I guess before the trip, I just was in the season of feeling like I was really lacking in my faith. Um, And before that, I was in a season of feeling like I was just really on top of the world. And so God just, like, revealed to me on the trip that it doesn't really matter how I'm feeling um, or, like, what I'm doing. It matters what he's doing through me. Um, And so he just humbled... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So he just humbled me and brought me to the point of realizing that it's not about me. It's about him. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, What are some... Because I know, like, you you go on a mission trip and it's really easy to come back. And it's like, oh, that happened and now it's a season behind me. But what are some, like, just some real in practical ways that you guys are taking what you learned and what God showed you and, and are planning to, like, apply that to your life now? 
Um, definitely just like reading your Bibles. And I know like we hear that all the time and it's like, yeah, read your Bibles. But like you go on a trip like this and you do it every day, like people were saying, and it's like, wow, like people don't know what they're talking about when they say to read your Bible. Like (laughs) it's actually really good. And yeah, so for me, um, for me, I would think prayer was a big thing. Um, prayer, like before the trip wasn't my first thing to go to, like when I was in need or struggling with something and we prayed so much and that just really um made my faith a lot stronger so yeah i just noticed i've been praying so much now and it's awesome so good awesome guys thank you again so much for coming out and sharing with us love you guys Uh, give them a hand give them a hand make sure that you guys go and meet them after service make them feel welcomed okay uh coming up next we have madison and caitlin tibbetts madison is also uh a second year immersion student Immersionite? I don't know what we call you, I but like uh, immersion. Like and then Caitlin Tibbetts, uh, who you guys know and love, is on staff with us, interning with us, um, and was a leader on our trip. So, Madison, how was it? It was good. It was good? Tell us, like, a little bit, like, what are some highlights? Because you went last year, too, yeah. so you probably have some, some different perspective than maybe some of the other students. Yeah. Um, oh, it's really loud. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I love immersion because... It's, I've never left anything more hungry for the word than um, I have when I leave immersion. And I just feel like um, it just really challenges me to be more, um, to read my Bible more and just to really um, be, live in community too. It always challenges, because like, we, I'm like mumbling over my words, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> we live in such a society that is so... Um, just all about me, and um, at mom, so bad. <laughs> During conversion, we just learn about community and learn about living in community and um, how God really created us um, to live in that community and to study the Word together. And because um, when we're there, we read through Bible stories together, and um, you just pick up so many more things when you're reading and living life together, and it's super awesome. That's good. good. Caitlin, what about you? What are some highlights and stuff God did? Um, Probably, like, my favorite thing about the trip is community, the sense of community that we had, and that's something that everyone keeps saying because it was something that B-Shop was so intentional about doing during this trip, and I really don't think that we would have been able to be so successful at um, having that community if that second night while we were camping Um, and we had that campfire where we were all able to just sit around and confess our sins and just be vulnerable and just to be open with each other. And I don't think if we would have had that night, that camping experience to just all be honest and to break down those walls, um, with each other to actually build that sense of community. So, um, usually when you have these trips, it takes like a few days to actually get into like a routine and get comfortable with the people that you're around and then start building the relationships and by then the trip's over but because it was done at such an early point on the trip it made that um, that time to build those connections with each other that much more because of how um, well it was done at the beginning so it had to be like my absolute favorite thing about the trip because for me I've been on an out-of-country trip and those connections are awesome yeah I still talk to those people but it's like these uh, relationships that were built on this trip are going to be so much more lasting and impactful in my mind just because of the type of relationship that was built yeah that's so good awesome um and then 
just for you both, Caitlin, you're obviously a leader with us in Madison. You were part of our student leadership team for a while. Is there something like, what, what's some encouragement that you would want to give just the rest of the students here um, in just taking this sense of community and taking this love for the word um, to heart and really applying that to their lives? Um, I guess just to actually get into the word, because I know something we learned was like a lot of people say, wow, it's hard to read the Bible, but that's because you don't read it. And the more you read it, the more you grow to love it. And um, just to read it with other people, too, and that helps make it a lot easier. And um, also with the community aspect, um, like she was saying with the circle, it's like just saying, hey, this is what I'm going through, and being transparent with people really does bring a lot of community. Um, and just being honest about your life, and it helps you, and it helps others get closer to you, and yeah. Um, I think something I'd have to say is just there was a question that was asked one of the days while we were at B-Shop um, that Kendra asked um, our team at one of our debriefs was, where did you meet God today? Like, where did you meet him um, in your day? Um, was it during a service project or was it during your devotional time? And I have to just say, like, you don't have to go on a mission trip or you don't have to leave the country. You don't even have to leave your own home to meet God. You can meet God where you're at. Um, and it's really just about being able to just surrender your heart to the idea of hearing him. Um, and really, just like Madison was saying, just being in your word and being intentional about building that relationship because it doesn't take a, f a, a mission trip out of the country to actually do that. Like, you can do it in your school. Um, you could do it at church. It can be anywhere. You just have to be very intentional about it. Yeah, that's so good. Awesome. Give him a hand. Guys, thanks for sharing. Next up, we have Megan and Serena. Aren't these, like, testimonies so good? Isn't it awesome hearing about, like, what the Lord has done? Ladies, how's it going? Good. How about you? So good. So, Serena, this is your first time on Immersion. Was this your first mission trip? Yeah. First it mission was. trip. How was it? It was amazing. Probably the best week of my life. So yeah, far. tell us about it. Um... I just really loved bonding with everybody on the trip and becoming a huge family. Like, not even just at the end of the trip, but, like, by the second day, we were literally family and, like, sharing food and everything, you know. Sharing food is good. Um, and just, like, like growing in relationships with God together, not individually. Like, because some different mission trips don't have that family bonding experience, and we definitely did. And I don't think I would have grown through God, um, without the people that went on the trip and like as a group together. So that was really great. Megan, what about you? What are some, some key points, highlights, things God did in your life? Um, well, I guess when I left, I struggled a lot with like who I am and identity and stuff. Like I didn't want to speak up or like share my opinions and just like, I didn't have high self-esteem. So just going, God really showed me like, Megan, like, you can speak up. No one's going to judge you. Like, you're beautiful. You're my daughter. So, That's yeah. so good. That's awesome. Um, what, are some, what are some ways, like, what are some takeaways for you that you're like, man, I experienced this on the trip, and now I'm going to do this in my life. Like, these are practical ways I'm going to live this out. Um, for me, just seeing, like, for me, I think that there's a difference between showing love to others, like, just worldly love and God's love and I definitely saw God's love on this trip not just relatively love and that was I think if we just had worldly love it wouldn't we wouldn't have been as close and just showing that godly love to other people and just showing them how much different it is and 
a lot of people look for like through relationships and friendships for love, but if you seek God's love, it's really going to fill that void that you're looking to seek and um just taking that away and like showing God's love and just making it known that that will fill the void that you're looking to fill. That's so good. That's awesome. Thank you. Megan, what about you? Can you repeat the question? Yeah, like uh what are what are some things that you learned on immersion that you're going to apply to your life now? Now that you're like off the trip, like, oh, we read the Bible a lot. Now I'm going to read the Bible a lot or something like that, that you, that are some takeaways. Okay. Before I left, I really didn't like people at all. Like I would avoid them if I could, but like now I come back and I'm just like, Hey, there's people like God show me, let me see them the way you see them. So just like that has showed me a lot. Like, Hey, like people, yay. I don't hate them. I like you. Like, let's go for it. Awesome. Cool. Ladies, thank you so much for sharing. Thanks for being on the trip with us. We love you. Up next, we have Alyssa and Foster. Foster, I really like your shirt. We're, we're kind of twinning. I like it. It's good. Alyssa, how was the trip for you? Um, it was really good. It was really good. Cool. Can you tell us a little bit about like what God did in your life? Um, well, I'm a type of person that's like, I can get through anything. Like, I just need to talk to God. I don't need friends. I'm more of like an antisocial person. (laughs) Like, when I need to talk to someone, I'll talk to someone. But if I don't need to, I don't. And God just, I've never felt so loved, like, on this trip. Like, the community was amazing. And what I mean by, like, community is, like, everybody on the trip and everybody in the neighborhood and just... It felt like a family more than, like, just random people going on a trip. And uh, I just, like, made friends with almost, like, everybody here. Like, I'm just like, hey, what's up, Devon? What's up, Hannah? Like, I just never felt so loved by anybody. That's so awesome. I love that. That's good. Foster, what about you? What are some, like, highlights from the trip for you? I'd say one of the highlights would be that I got baptized, too. Which is so awesome. Come on. Yeah, I loved that. Can you tell us a little bit about, like, why you wanted to do that? Uh, After Kaylee had gone, you and Dustin had said that um, if anybody else wanted to, they could feel free to come up and do it. And I felt like God was telling me that it was my time and it was the right time to do it. And so I raised my hand and went up and did it. That's so awesome. Man, and we're just so proud of you for, for making that step. Like, baptism is just, it's a confession before your brothers and sisters. Like, I'm a Christian, and I'm not ashamed of that. I'm proud of that fact. And just recognizing that, you know, you're with Jesus. So just proud of you for doing that. Um, is there anything else from the trip that you guys would like to share with, with the group? That's cool. Awesome. Well, guys, thanks so much for sharing. Appreciate it having you. And then we've got just a few more here. We have Devon and Noah. I don't know if you guys know Devon. He hasn't been around as much, but this is our friend Devon. He's awesome. Y'all should meet him, too. He's so cool. And then Noah, I'm sure a lot of you guys know. Uh, this was Noah's second year on the trip as well. So, uh, Devon, do you want to tell us just a little bit about, like, how immersion impacted your life? Sure. Um, first of all, like, before the trip, I really didn't... I don't know, I didn't know many people from this church and stuff like that, so it was pretty cool to meet a lot of people. And I was more like an individual person, like I like just like speaking to God by myself and like sitting in my own little bubble and then immersion taught me to just like jump out of your comfort zone as opposed to like 
staying in it for the rest of your life and not learning that much. Yeah. So, yeah, I learned a lot of um, new things about God and stuff like that. That's so awesome. That's good. And, like, what are some things that you can take away from the trip? Because I know, like, like, we didn't even know you. And so I know community was definitely the big thing that probably hit for you. What are some ways that you're, like, planning to, to really, like, activate that in your life? Um, just, like, with, like, new friends, having them hold me accountable for everything, so. Yeah, that's so good. Good. Awesome. Noah, there wasn't as much ramen this year. Uh, it's kind of sick of it. But there was just as much Noah, yeah. so. A little more this year. <laughs> a little more. It's a little bit taller. So, Noah, tell us, tell us all about immersion. What did God do? To me? I don't know. In your life? Huh. To others? I don't know. Well, like, can I say what I liked about it? Like, yeah. what my favorite part was? You can was? share whatever you want. <laughs> For under 10 minutes. Okay. Maybe two minutes. Okay, so I really liked um, the work projects. Um, we worked with, or uh, me and a couple of other people worked with a guy, a guy named Rex, who is a, a hoarder. So that's fun. That's that's real. He really no, was a it's, hoarder. It's, mm-hmm. He had like 177 old computers from like the 80s it's real and um like 70 yeah, tires of, yeah he had like se- 70 real. tires it was kind of gross we found a animal's skull like the top of one had, like fangs it's, like the size of my hand it's really gross in his garage i don't know it's like a health code violation um, yeah but i really liked working with him um because he was I don't know. He had a lot of fun things that he didn't think were fun because he's had them there for 20 years. But, like, he has this old movie screen. But, like, if the sun shines through it, it, like, multiplies it. Like the, It's like a giant magnifying glass. And it'll, it'll, like, melt lead. So we went back to his house, and we lit a stick or tried to light a stick on fire. That didn't work. Um, yeah. So, what did... (laughs) (laughs) So, what did uh, God show you through the work projects, Noah? Well, (laughs) oh, yeah. Well, he showed us, I don't know, he showed me just how, like, even it's a 15-minute drive from the church, um, from here, to his house, and I don't know, he, it's not that far away, it's, it's 20 miles, and it's not, I mean, it's a beautiful place, they say it's broken, it's like beauty in the midst of brokenness, which you can see a lot of, the things he has are beautiful, but like, um, we did tear down the top, top of his, um, roof over his, porch yeah because it was coming down and the city stuff so just how i don't know how broken even 20 minutes away how broken that place could be um is there any like other things that god showed you on the trip that you'd want to share with the group yes (laughs) well he really um i don't know i really like the community of the group um how like I don't know I like I don't know who's oh, I don't know who said it the whole I think it was Serena the godly love um really made it <laughs> really made a difference um 
in the way we got to know each other, the way we bonded. Um, you could see really the first day of camping. It's kind of, it's really clicky. You could tell because there was a circle from Vineyard and there was a big circle from Res. Um, so we kind of, I don't know, we made the circles into one circle. And um, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Cool. Thanks guys for sharing. Appreciate you. Devon, it was great to get to know you. So stick around because now they all know you too. How about that? Go ahead, give them a hand. And then our last guest this evening, give a round of applause for Dustin McPherson. All right. Dustin, tell us about immersion. How was it? Immersion was a remarkable experience, something that caught me kind of off guard because I don't think many of us were um, understanding just the type of fellowship we were going to find. You know, two very quick things that really caught me off guard was the relationship that we created with, with each other and with God is not mission trip orientation only. It's a lifestyle. Um, immersion really taught me personally that being intentional in my walk with Christ is really the only way God has really called us to live. That shama was a word that... And so that was just one of those things that I came home, bought a Bible, set up a Bible to study time. So, um, but it's all about being intentional. Uh, in your relationship with God, being intentional is what d- differentiates um, a, a baby, baby believer and someone who's mature in their faith. And then the last thing that I guess really stuck out to me was a group of students that I talked to on the way out there, um, just really having a heart for, you know, we come out here to be buddy-buddy, we're going to be good friends, you know, sure, we'll say hi to people, but, you know, this is, we came out here for each other. And to see God really cast a vision for them and for their lives and where they were going and watching that same group, just their hearts break for some of the other students um, on the trip and just how they poured out their love uh, on, on some of the other students and just welcomed them in was just overwhelming. Uh, I could never have been more proud as a leader. That's awesome. Very cool. Um, and then really quick, is there any encouragement that you want to give to the rest of the students here? Uh, my encouragement is who's going next year? It's good. Dustin, thanks for sharing. Thanks for leading with us. Thank it was you. good to have you. So as you can have heard, um, we had just a really, really good trip. Um, would love to ap- absolutely would love to have you guys with us next year. But uh, you know the the main thing, if there is a main thing that people grasp from this trip that we really experienced on this trip, is this idea of family. It's this idea of community. Um, as we shared life together, as we did life together, we prayed, we ate meals together, we we worked together. Um, and you just kind of experience, like, the way that God really created the church to be. Um, and I know a lot of us here, like, maybe you guys are coming from a broken home, and you don't even really have a good, like, concept of family. Maybe the word family is, like, not even a good word to you because you're like, man, my family my family's not awesome. Like, my family's not even together. You know, the cool thing about it is that, uh, is that God set up the church to be like a family. And so you can gather 24 students from Res Life and nine students from Vineyard and put them all together. And because we have this same love for Jesus, we're one. 
Like we're brothers, we're sisters, we're moms and dads. And that's how God created us to be in, in ground floor. That's how God created us to be. And that's why, man, that's why we do so many things here. That's why we do events. That's why we do services is to get us all together and to experience this thing called family and to experience this thing called community because we weren't meant to live alone. We weren't meant to do life alone. And, and you can see that throughout all of scripture. There's verses that talk about how, how God sets the lonely into families and how, how God has called us children of God. And like it, a man who isolates himself is a fool. Why? Because God created us for community and created us for family. And so I just want to encourage all of us here, immersion uh, students and the rest of us students here to really like Let's press into that. Like as we continue the summer, as we're hanging out at the lake next week, uh, if you're in a small group, like let's do life together. Let's share life together and experience all that God has called us to. Um, that's why we push small groups. It's not just to hang out and to throw paint at each other and hang out at the beach. Like, no, our small group is like a community. It's that family to do life with. There's some of my girls in my small group. We spent four years together. Madison Ladau has been in my group for four years, and I can say I've shared life with Madison. Like, I've seen her struggles. I've seen her, her wins and her joys in life because, because we're family. And so I just want to encourage you guys to really press into that, especially if, if you don't have that structure at home. Like, we're here for you. There's leaders here for you. There's brothers and sisters next to you wanting to pray for you. Um, but that's why we're here. Um, and maybe you're here tonight and you're not, you're not even like very familiar with this idea of, of the family of God. Maybe you've never even heard of that before. Maybe you don't have a relationship with the Lord. And if that's you tonight, we want to just give you an opportunity to really step in, um, and enter, enter this family of God, enter the church. Um, the Bible says, you know, that, uh, if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and we believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, that we'll be saved and that we get to enter into this family of God. We get to be called a child of God. And so if you're here tonight and you've never uh, made a decision to make Jesus Lord of your life, or maybe if you're here and you have, but you kind of walked away and you're ready to give your life to the Lord again, um, we'd love to give you that opportunity. So would everybody just uh, bow their heads, close their eyes really quick, just to give uh, privacy to the people around you. And if you're here tonight um, and you're saying, man, I really do want to just make that decision to make Jesus Lord. I really want to be part of the family of God. If that's you tonight, would you just throw your hand into the air a minute just so that I can see it, so the leaders around you can see it, and so that we can pray for you? All right. All right, we have one. I see a hand. Awesome. Anybody else? Cool. So what we're going to do is we're just going to do what the Bible says. We're going to call on his name. Um, so whether you've prayed this prayer before or whether it's your first time, let's all just go ahead and repeat this. This isn't, this isn't a formula. This isn't like a, a magic thing we say, but this is just you saying in your heart to God, like I'm making you Lord. So let's all say, God, I'm sorry for the wrong things I've done. Thank you for dying for me. I believe that you died and rose again. And today, I choose to give you my life, all of my life, and I make you Lord. So Jesus, come and make me part of your family. Come and make me new on the inside. In Jesus' name I pray.